the Progressive Radio Network, PRN.FM. Hello there, hello there. This is Gerald Salenti with Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. So thanks for having me. And uh, during these wild times, you know, we put out a magazine, the Trends Journal, and it's no other magazine like it. And we've been on top of this COVID crisis since it began. When you go back to the January 28th issue, it's a weekly. The headline was Coronavirus, 106 dead in China. And then we followed up with a line below, 1.4 billion still alive. So here we are now, it was going on for three months, there are a grand total of 219,397 deaths worldwide out of a population of 7.7 billion people. So there you got it. And then when again, we've gone over this, and I'm sure Gary Null has and others, but we detail it in the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. You know, the people who died last year from influenza worldwide, the people who have died from tuberculosis, smoking, air pollution. Now, over 9 million died from air pollution. And we don't even put things in, like, auto accidents and things like that. You know, just diseases. And, and, and then when you look at America, and you're looking now at nearly 60,000 dead, and over 61,000 have died already from the flu. And then you look at who's dying. And again, the numbers are all there, and we do the best we can to keep the facts straight. And the facts show that at least a fifth, if not half, of all coronavirus's deaths have been coming from nursing homes. People that are chronically ill, elderly, and you know, that's why they're in nursing homes. And then you look at the data and they're making up who's dying because the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, enlisting who died from COVID-19, they say, if you didn't do a test, then it's suspected, then just mark it as that. And then you look globally, and again, we have the details in the Trends Journal. In Belgium, half the people that have died 
died in nursing homes. Of all the ones that died in nursing homes from COVID-19, they tested the grand total of 4%. 4% were positive. The rest were suspected. And then you look at who else is dying in America from COVID-19. It's people that are obese, diabetics, people suffering from lung respiratory ailments, people that are already ill. And when you look at America, we have 42% of the people are obese. Some 70% are overweight. Heart disease, respiratory ailments, these are the people that the COVID is taking out. So I keep saying, why are you closing down the global economy, lock down or quarantine those who are most susceptible to it? And you look around the world and look at the nations that have kept their economies open and their death rates are extremely low. How about that place called Japan? They have under 400 deaths. They have no lockdown. Well, they have about 120 something thousand people. 400 deaths out of 100, were you even telling me this for? It amounts to nothing, 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 nothing percent. And you look around the world and it's the same thing. Singapore, 14 deaths. Brazil, they got a partial lockdown over there. They have 5,000 deaths from COVID out of 212 million people. This is nothing. These numbers add up to nothing. But yet they've locked down the whole global economy. And in doing so, they've robbed us of our rights. We are going into the greatest depression. It's already begun. We're going to see an economic collapse unlike anything anyone could imagine. It's, it's, it's beyond the beyond. Now they're talking about reopening the economy bit by bit and piece by piece. I was reading an article yesterday where um, Starbucks is going to reopen. And, but they're not going to have people sitting inside. Well, guess what? That's the big business of Starbucks. The people hang out inside. And then they're saying they're going to allow restaurants to open up and only at certain capacities. Restaurants in the best of times, they're just good times. 
They're saying that retail, they're going to open it up and only so many people allowed it at one time. You can't open a store up, put help in there, and, 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 and just have minimal traffic going in. It's not going to work. Look at the cover. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, or go to our Gerald Salenti on YouTube, and look at the cover that Anthony Frieda, great artist, did for us. Dumb enough to believe George Bush's wars. And there's a picture of Bush looking like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. Dumb enough to believe the COVID wars. This has become the way of the world. How stupid can you be to believe a George W. Bush? How stupid can you be? As stupid as you could be to believe daddy's boy, arrogant Andy Cuomo. And remember his brother, I chipped my tooth, I was so hoit from the virus. He's okay, he's back. Yeah, he's not obese, he's not suffering from lung disease, respiratory ailments. He's not a diabetic. And he's not in the most dangerous zone of dying, and those are people over 75 years old. This is the data. But yet, look how those clowns made a big deal out of it. And it's those CNN prostitutes, those little low-life scum, and I say that with truth and passion, because here's the headline right now from CNN. Ground Zero. Oh, excuse me, that's the wrong one. U.S. coronavirus cases surpass one million and death toll is greater than U.S. losses in Vietnam War. They should be, they should be, they should be censored. They should be blacklisted. Oh, can't say blacklisted, I'd be accused of being racist. They should be white and blacklisted. What disgusting comparison. I'm Vietnam War age. I'm 73 years old. As a young kid, and I was prime draft meat, I was stupid enough to believe the BS. Because just as the people are dumb enough to believe George Bush, Dumb enough to believe little arrogant Andy Cuomo or Newsom or this one or that one or Holden or whatever. Whatever these arrogant, moronic, psychopathic, pathological, lying, sociopath politicians are. They're dumb enough to believe them. When I was a kid, I was dumb enough to believe the lies being sold about the Vietnam War. And how we had to stop those commies. Because if we didn't stop them in Vietnam, those dominoes would be falling. Another arrogant guy, I forgot his name. He made up the domino thing. Arrogant. Arrogant. You used to talk like this. I'm smarter than everybody else and you don't know crap. You're one of those arrogant boys. If the dominoes didn't, will be falling to the shores of California with communism. 
So I beat the draft, not because I was against the war. I couldn't imagine me watching those pictures of guys walking through swamps with guns over their head and 50 pounds of weight on their back. I was a little, I'm a little guy, you know, five feet seven. You know, what was it, about 130 pounds back then, 125 pounds, still around the same weight. And I couldn't imagine doing that and getting shot at. So I did everything I could to beat the draft. I ended up going to a school in West Virginia. It was the only college I could get into because I barely got out of high school. I got out with a 70 average and a general diploma. The smart kids got an academic diploma in New York. And he only got me out of high school to get me out. And a friend of mine was dumber than me and he got in this school in Morris Harvey College in Charleston, West Virginia. 1965, a greaser, right? Bronx Yonkers guy. In Charleston, West Virginia, 1960. The people were wonderful, by the way, kind and loving. Very, very kind. But it's now called the University of Charleston. And then I went to West Virginia University to beat the draft. Went for eight physicals, making up things to try to beat it. When I got married, my wife rest in peace, we, uh, I got braces put on my teeth by 1971, 72. I think it was 72, I'm not sure. And um, they couldn't force you to take the braces off, so you got what they call the one Y. And that kept me out, and then they round down the war by the time I got them off. And the guy, a lousy piece of crap, Jerry Wank, should have known better to go to a dentist by the name, with a dentist by the name of Wank. He just wanted my money. He ruined my gum and bone line by moving my teeth too quickly. Anyway, to compare this to the Vietnam War, where 58,000 young guys died in a war based on lies, the Gulf of Tonkin incident never happened. Just like George W. Bush lied us into the Iraq War. Over 250,000 injured and many suffering mental disease from slaughtering innocent people in a war. And I know one guy, you can't even talk about the war. And he believed it as a young guy too. When you're young, you don't know any better. My father may rest in peace, we'd be eating dinner. About 17, 18 years old. And he'd say to me, you know, son, they say that youth is wasted on the young. He'd take a couple more bites and he'd look at me and he'd say, they were talking about you. To compare this to the Vietnam War, over three million people slaughtered in Vietnam, their country wrecked and ruined. My buddy Gary Avitelli and I, among the first Americans going back there in 1996, went from Mekong Delta up to Hanoi. The place is in ruins still. Hardly any cars on the road. Poisoned it with Agent Orange and other cancer-causing. That's how, that's how ignorant the military, the Pentagon. Yeah, we're going to defoliate the whole place so then it would be easier for us to drop bombs. That's how sick it is. And that's how sick CNN is to compare the COVID deaths to what happened in Vietnam. And as I read to you before, 
you had that little lying, little, not lying, a little low-life piece of garbage crap, the guy that runs CNN, Jeff Zucker, after weeks of COVID coverage, telling him to stay on it because people were tuning in. And their ratings were going into the toilet. Nobody was tuning in that garbage anymore. But now they do. It's very sad that so many people believe this. That so many people believe the lies that are being told. We're going to take one break here for one minute, and I'll be right back. Stay up to date with PRN for the latest on the coronavirus. Learn ways to stay spiritually vibrant and physically strong on PRN.FM, the progressive radio network. Connect the Dots tonight at 9 p.m. for a special show with Ketan Joshi, an energy, science, and technology writer who delivers an analysis and response to the film Planet of the Humans, which in a recent blog he debunked and we'll be talking with him. So please join me, Allison Rose-Levy, at 9 p.m. for a second edition of Connect the Dots. It's loud and clear. We take you inside the news... Remember, telling the truth is important, but to make a difference, it has to be loud and clear. Loud and clear. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on the Progressive Radio Network. It's the musician and he's got the instruments in his hand. Hello, hello, I'm back, I'm back. All right, a little uh, difficulty there, but we're back on the air and uh, happy to be here. So anyway, that's what's going on. The people believe this, and they refuse to look at the facts. I'm up here in Kingston, New York. The place was really booming. Everything was going great. It was wonderful. And now the streets are empty. And I see people, no one around, no one. And, you know, it's pretty countryish up here. Walking down the middle of the street with masks on. Okay. And, of course, you know, this is a controversy as um, whether or not this really works, wearing the masks. And again, the social distancing stuff, it's all made up. The data is in the trends journals. Oh, and by the way, before I forget, and there's not just, and this is not a lot of hype. This is the reality. We're doing a webinar tomorrow, Thursday, on um, a question and answer. So I'll be taking your questions. And the webinar, you could go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. The banner's on the bottom. It's going to be 7 o'clock tomorrow night, live. So if you'd like to join us, there's not a lot of room left. So we're going to be getting a lot of, a lot of good uh, information out there. A lot of things we don't talk about on the show, on PRN, but we're going to be doing there and taking questions again. So it's trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. And also, if you want to subscribe, the more subscribers we have, the more we can do. And we're doing it. We're the truth in trends, and 
we are really, really dedicated in everything we do to do the best we can to tell the truth in trends because we're unrelenting in the pursuit of truth, as is <clears throat> PRN. And that's why I enjoy being on PRN because of all that Gary Null does and so many other people. <clears throat> so I want to thank you all for uh, supporting PRN and do what you can also to support us because the more people that we have, the more that we can do. And we're doing a lot. And <clears throat> the magazine, there's nothing like it. And nothing like the Trends Journal. If you could show me anything that comes close to it, please let me know. So going on to what this means economically, when you're looking at the equity markets, there's no relationship at all to what's going on in the real world. Never has. It's a gambler's market and it's being pumped up by the Federal Reserve. The numbers are all there. And Main Street is a whole different story. Businesses are not going to be bouncing back. Poverty rates are going to... More, one of the articles we have in the Trends Journal is that the poverty... How many people die from poverty each year in America? When you put the new number of how many are going to be falling into poverty, we're looking at about 500,000 people. So about 450,000 more people will be dying of poverty than COVID. Even more than that. The numbers are in the Trends Journal, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's really a very, very eye-opening piece of work that um, that's being overlooked. And of course, markets are going up now because they have a vaccine that's going to save the day. Well, we know what that means. They're going to have force us all to get vaccinated, just like they're robbing the, our rights from us and forcing us to wear masks, which again, there's data from that saying that it's really not the best thing to do. But that's what they're doing. So in opening up the economy bit by bit, it's not going to work. One of the important things to look at right now, by the way, as far as where the future is heading, is to keep staying tuned to the oil market. Oil's telling the story. <clears throat> there's, a, there's been a little boost in the markets now. <clears throat> Oil's jumped some 30% in hopes that the economy is going to reopen. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you're still looking at Brent crude at $22 a 
and 75 cents a barrel. In West Texas, it's $16.33 a barrel. That's nothing. They need West Texas to break even, pulling out the oil in America on average at about $37 a barrel. So the markets are being artificially pumped up. Again, they're making this stuff up, the social distancing things. You go to Europe, most countries, it's one meter, a little over three feet. Germany and Italy, excuse me, Germany and France, they said, well, let's go half of that. Let, let's break it in half between the United States, which is six feet, and over here, which is a little over three feet. So the way they come in, what, four and a half feet? And then, again, you got you, people that listen to PRN know that, you know, how long does a far does a cough travel or sneeze? And people are just freaking out. So now you have to go into a restaurant or any place you go into and you get your temperature taken. And then if you have it, the flu, you have to, or the virus, you have to be tracked. We've lost our freedom and liberty. This is a whole new world beyond the belief of what anybody could imagine. You know, when people call me a futurist, they always say, no, no. I said, there's no such thing as a futurist. Nobody could predict the future. There are too many wild cards, whether man-made or by nature. And this one, the COVID-19, maybe both man-made and man-made by nature. I don't know. But definitely man-made has a big part in it because, and women-made, it got to be equal here, because they closed down the global economy. So you can't predict these kind of things. This is unprecedented in world history. The draconian measures that have been taken by politicians, arrogant politicians with no facts at all, to lock down our society put millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people out of work globally, is, is unprecedented. How are people going to pay their rent? How are they going to pay their mortgages? How are they going to pay their bills? How are they going to pay their car loans? Oh, now they want these protests going on in New York City and other places. Don't pay your rent. How about the landlords? Not everybody, I'm a landlord. I have people leaving now. We have commercial spaces. They can't pay their rent. How am I going to pay my mortgages? How am I going to pay my taxes? What's going to happen? So yeah, you know, it's great. Don't pay your rent, but what else? And do you think the politicians care about not paying rent or I can't pay my taxes or mortgage? No. They steal our money in the name of taxes. They're going to take everything they can from us. And they're doing it. They don't work. Little Andy Arrogant Cuomo, he never worked. His daddy got him everything he got. What was he, a head of HUD? On the, on the Clinton? 
his brother. You think his brother would be on CNN if his daddy wasn't Mario? You think little Georgie Bush would have been there if daddy wasn't George Bush and the Bush before him? As George Carlin used to say, it's one big club and we're not in it. It's a disgrace what's going on. If we don't fight for freedom, we're going to die for war. World War III is heating up. This is just the beginning. History is repeating itself. I've said this before. Go back to the 1930s, trade wars, currency wars with Japan, Pearl Harbor, Great Depression first, then Pearl Harbor, then World War II. Take a look what's going on now. Currency wars, trade wars with China. We're going into the Greatest Depression. Get ready for World War III. What did Trump is saying? If those uh, Iranian boats out there start threatening us, blow them up. So, that's where we're at. And this thing is really bad. Again, if we don't fight for freedom, we're going to die in war. So do what you can to support Progressive Radio Network. You know, Gary Nolan, everyone gives a, really a lot. And again, consider subscribing to the Trends Journal if you want to read history before it happens. The future is very bleak. They've robbed joy, liberty, love, and beauty out of it. We have to bring it back. And together we can. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. We'll be back in a minute. Or two. Stay up to date with PRN for the latest on the coronavirus. Learn ways to stay spiritually vibrant and physically strong on PRN.FM, the Progressive Radio Network. Heidi Bogosian, co-host of Law and Disorder Radio. Tune in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to hear timely analysis on issues concerning civil liberties, privacy, the right to dissent, and even practices of torture by the U.S. government and private corporations. Our guests are leading authorities in their fields from around the country and sometimes internationally. They include authors, lawyers, activists, scholars, and many more. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on the Progressive Radio Network. The Progressive Radio Network presents the award-winning personal computer show, the original personal computer radio show of all things computing. I'm Hank Key, and my colleague is Joe King. The show can be heard each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on PRN.FM on the Internet. We cover all things computing, and our viewpoint is always, what's in the best interest of the consumer community? Hello, hello, great being back on with 
Progressive Radio Network, Trends This Week. You know, I love music. I love listening to music. And guess what? I'm so sad that it doesn't bring me up anymore like it used to. It's so hard to believe what's happening. This is, this is beyond the belief of anybody could make this up. Ah, so many lives are being ruined. And again, we, we have the data in the Trends Journal, not only poverty, but suicide rates. All the people going to go out of business. The foreclosures on mortgages. It's, it's, it's one after another. I mean, you know, things are tough in good times for, you know, most of us, I mean, you know, people think, oh, Salenti, you know, this guy's, I work very hard. I'm like Gary, no, the guy doesn't stop. I don't either. That Trends Journal, you know, the hours we put into writing that, the days, the facts, the research, we're a small team. You know, we're doing, you know, knock on wood. But how about all the others? I mean, you know, we're doing well because we're subscription-based. And we're providing unique information. You look at all the newspapers, all the magazines going out of business. The hundreds of thousands being laid off, and it was down before this. So what's going to happen? All those, you're not going to see advertising come back up. No way. Travel industry? Oh, it's going to be really fun to travel. It stinks already before this happened. Feeling up at the airport, making you go through these electronic machines and get radiated. Took the fun out of flying. And now it's going to even be worse. Imagine having to get your temperature checked every time you go into a place. Freedom? And who's making this stuff up? And again, you read the data. The people that are dying are, are susceptible to it because of chronic illnesses and age. Diabetics, obesity, lung diseases, respiratory ailments, heart disease. And the people that are getting it are recovering very quick from it. But yet, why the market's up today, over 500 points? Gilead, I guess that's the way you pronounce it, G-I-L-E-A-D, says, Remdesivir coronavirus trial shows, quote, encouraging results. Great. Encouraging results to get us all shot up. And if you don't get shot up, you won't be able to get on a plane. And if you don't get shut up, you won't be able to go 
to a stadium or a concert, unless you could show your shot up pass. It's so sad, the death of humanity in so many ways far outstrips the death from the coronavirus. I want to mention something, too, before I do forget, on the gold front. You know, gold is still over $1,700 an ounce. And you got everybody listening knows that, you know. Matter of fact, when I came back on the air, I think it was, whatever it was, it was the week I got back on, we, gold was, I said gold was going to begin its gold bull run. And it's gone up some $400 since then. So gold's going to stay strong because the dollar's going to get much weaker. They're pumping money in now that's unprecedented, again, in world history. There was a lot of news complaining about how the budget deficit in America this year was going to be over a trillion dollars for the next few years, several years. And now it's going to be estimates as high as $4 trillion. So where are they getting this money from? They're making it up. Just like they're making everything else up. Ah, so, so sad. And if anybody has any questions and wants to call in, feel free to do so. The number is 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. i tell you some of the stories in the Trends Journal. We have the U.S. markets, just the facts, minus media and political hype, regard, you know, telling about where this thing is going. Scientific consensus growing about 5G health dangers. Bit by bit, openings won't juice economy. Other stories. Notes from the front line. Trends of a lifetime. Out of money, out of luck. Across the globe. These are all economic stories. Another one. Bill of Rights, Bill of No Rights, your apps is watching. No lockdowns, no pandemics. We talk about the countries where there are no lockdowns and there are no pandemics. Another one's fight for freedom, go to jail, about how people are being arrested for social gathering, for going into parks with their children. And how the politicians have caused a worldwide hunger strike. And in the Trends Journal, we also have, you know, opportunities that we see. What's going to go up? What's going to go down? And the tourism industry, again, oh, it's going to be a real blast flying, isn't it? Everybody walking around with masks. How easy it happened, how quick it happened. 
how quick it happened. How quick it happened. And how easily the people follow the politicians. That's what makes me so sad. You know, when I wrote one of our um, top trends for 2020, it was the new world disorder. It was about all these protests, demonstrations and riots erupting around the world. Chile, Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, Lebanon, France, South Africa, Algeria, one after another, year by year, week by week, people taking to the streets, India. Oh, and then there was Hong Kong. Oh yeah, Hong Kong. That was in the news virtually every day. All put down. No more protests allowed. No more riots allowed. And what were the people protesting against? Like lack of basic living standards, deep poverty, government corruption, violence, crime. That was before this happened. That was before this happened. The COVID crisis created by the mainstream media prostitutes. What's going to happen now? You're going to see violence erupt in countries and spread across nations. They're going to take us to war if we don't fight for peace. The choice is yours. I've got a couple of calls coming in. Moki, how are you? Quite concerned, Gerald. <laughs> So uh, while I ask everybody to get a pen and paper, please do. Please tell your listeners to get a pen and paper. I'm going to give them a, a name. But uh, while they go do that, I've got to tell you all what I saw last Saturday, driving down Main Street, Danielson, Connecticut, uh, about an hour before sunset in the evening sky. I look up, and I see what I can only describe as um, a, a very low-altitude maneuver by what looked like a jet airliner, um, barely a couple of miles above my head, executing what I could describe as an aborted emergency landing maneuver. So we're not talking about looking up five miles and seeing something, uh, a vapor trail, so-called, uh, going in a straight line from horizon to horizon. Um, I wish I had the presence of mind to pull my camper over on Main Street, which would have been difficult. It's a narrow little street. And uh, video this thing, because it, 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 it had to be seen to be believed. It left a, a, a nearly vertical plume, like a giant feather, and then it took off. Meaning uh, it started, it valved the uh, spray on, from out of nowhere, as if the plane just appeared, and then it did its thing and took off. Um, 
it was really scary because I could see in detail uh, four valves off the back of each wing uh, pumping out this, this thick, billowy white smoke. Wow. So they don't care if we see them anymore. They did yeah. this totally below a, a cloud labor, layer. Uh, usually they would execute these things above the cloud layer, but somebody ordered this pilot, if there was a really a live pilot at all, to because uh, I think these are radio-controlled planes uh, now that are doing the spraying. Uh, but somebody gave instructions to fly low, spray them low instead of high-altitude processing. Right. Well, let's let's move on because we have a number of calls waiting there. What, what was the other one you wanted to mention? Dr. To get a pencil Andrew, and paper. Dr. Andrew Kaufman. K-A-U-F, like Frank, M like Mary, A-N, like Nancy. Dr. Andrew Kaufman, M-D, and you'll probably have to go to Bing to find him because I can't even get current David Icke broadcasts. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, they're banning loads of people. Loads of people. Other, other doctors, too. Okay, uh, give me that name one more time. Kaufman, M-D, and the article is covid uh, oh God! It's uh, Corona and 5G. Okay. By the way, we have a we have an extensive 5G story also in this Trends Journal. So thank you very much. And we want to take some more callers before we run out of time. Thanks so much. We got John from California. Okay. Did you say John in Orange County? I got, well, they got, they showed me John from California, so maybe John from Orange County. Oh, good. Okay. The topic is, because I don't want to make this into some long dissertation here. Uh, I'm 78. Um, I'm in an apartment, but I'd like to, I'd like to, I don't know if I'm going to kick the bucket in a week or two years or whenever, but I want to get into a house with a front yard, driveway, backyard, with like an avocado, apricot tree in the backyard to walk around my own property. The average home here used to be like $600,000. And I saw in Granite, Arizona, on my smartphone, the average home is like 75000 wherever Granite, uh, uh, Oklahoma is. But do you think that the houses are ever going to drop back down to like my dad bought our house in the 40s for $10,000 and now it's worth 600000 Do you think property will ever drop back down real cheap again that I get into a house or is it wishful thinking? It's not going to go down that cheap. It's, but you're going to see a real estate crash. People can't pay their mortgages. They can't pay their rent. The, and and, the, and the, the price spikes between... You know, when the, when the uh, Great Recession began to end in 2009 to now in places like where you are, uh, Orange County and California, um, you know, they really, really, really skyrocketed. And around the world, by the way, in big, big cities, they're going to go down. There's no question about it, but not down to those levels uh, that we had before. So all the best to you, John. And we got Habu from Wisconsin. How are you, Habu? Uh, hi, Gerald. How are you doing? Uh, well, how am I doing? You know, I'm blessed for everything that I have, and I'm thankful for all that I have, and I'm feeling well and healthy, but my my heart is broken and uh, very sad 
to see the demise of civilization in front of our eyes like this. You know, uh, this, as you have been saying, was predicted and predictable. Um, you know, endless austerity measures, endless crusades, endless, you know, um, crony capitalism. Uh, and it, that these people have no shame. They still want to do it with the people, you know, all these big uh, publicly, uh, no, I shouldn't say big, but smaller p uh, publicly uh, traded companies um, jumping on, on board to get the people's money, you know. No shame. So, so th this thing... This should be a moment of learning and, and you know, circumspection. But I don't think these people um, can be gotten through to. But I just want to make two quick points. And I think if Trump, you know, puts his ego down where it belongs and opens himself up to a great opportunity for a renaissance in America, and I'm speaking specifically for, uh, I think, I got this from Paul Craig Roberts, he said, nationalize these big banks and then um, issue them uh, and then sell them off as commercial and investment, you know, separate the two, so uh, effectively reinstituting, reinstituting the Glass-Steagall Act. And the second thing, and I think this is even more important, uh, um, to, um, for, for, for uh, Trump, to cut the Pentagon budget by half and say, we've got a huge deficit, we don't need all of this, cut it into half and then probably cut again, and, but still maintaining our defense, I mean, in the real sense, not like the, what they refer to as Defense Department, th th that will be a royal opportunity for us to get out of the ditch. And this is, a, of course, looking five, ten years down the road. What say you? Well, uh, Paul Craig Roberts is a good friend of mine. And we had, uh, when we launched Occupy Peace from Kingston, when Gary Null was here, so too was Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. So I, I agree with him 100%. And he was the assistant treasury secretary under Reagan. You know, and he's, you know, he's totally on board with everything that we believe in morality and how we're being robbed, etc. cetera. Uh, I, I don't, I don't. I totally also agree with cutting the defense budget, and I've been saying that now, you know, for a long time. And when this happened, I said the same thing: we should cut it by at least half. You know, what are we doing in the Persian Gulf? What are we doing in the South China Sea? We have no business being there. Close all the bases overseas. Remember, I launched Occupy Peace for this, and so it, it's um, it's a way of helping. But you mentioned that. If Trump could get over his narcissistic trip, he can't. It's who he is. Remember, this guy went to military school because he was so out of control. That was the greatest threat your parents could give you. And uh, I, boy, believe me, I heard it, you know, a hundred times. I had enough of your crap, you little SOB. You're going to military school. I'll be good. I'll be good. And and Trump was so out of it. This rich kid had everything he needed. And he, he couldn't control himself. He, they sent him to military school. So he's not going to come around to reasoning. And he sold us out in so many ways. With the, uh, look how he's perpetuating the war against Venezuela and Iran. And look what he's done with the tax breaks that have made the rich bigger and richer. And according to the tax policy center, what did 82% of his tax cuts go to the 1%? And what did the big corporations do with that money? They bought stock buybacks. 
So again, looking at the looking at the future, um, it, it's very very bleak, because they're not. This isn't going to bounce back. The global economy was going down before this happened, and we've been writing about it, talking about it. I was forecasting the greatest depression to hit by this end of the first quarter of 2021. That's before this happened. And I said the reason it would happen is because they're going to keep pumping more and more cheap money into the economy. Trump was going to push it down to negative, zero to negative rates. And then after he got elected, we'd see there'd be no rebound. Well, now they're doing that now. They sped it up. So the, the economic situation was dire before. You had, you had gross domestic product in, in Europe growing the last quarter at the grand total of 0.1%. Germany was in a recession, just going into a recession. Mexico into a recession before any of this happened. You were looking at GDP growth in America. You know, it's going to be, be under 2% by most estimates this year and then going lower. You looked at retail sales during Christmas time this past year. They didn't go up like they were projecting. You're looking at $400 unavailable to 40% of the American population in case of a crisis, unexpected expenditure, before this happened. You're looking at 70% of the American people living paycheck to paycheck before this ever happened. So it's only going to get much, much worse. And when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. You're going to see crime escalate. When people go back to work, wherever they're working, they're going to steal what they can, a lot of them. Gangs are going to form. I already see it. The crowd on the street now that I see, a whole different crew. And let's say they're not from the top, they're not from the middle, and they're not from the bottom, they're lower. And they're cursing, screaming, and yelling. And this is in Kingston. So it's up to us to really band together. And they're doing it in a number of states where they're fighting this legally as well, challenging the loss of our rights, loss of our constitutional rights. It's a crime that this has happened. So I want to thank you all again for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network, and I really encourage you to do everything you can to support the network. So much is given to you from so many. And again, we're having a webinar, webinar on Thursday. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. You better sign up now because there's only a few places, spaces left. We're limited in how many we can put out. And we're going to be taking questions, answers, giving more information to help you prepare for the future. And the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. The future's in your hands. And again, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And we need it now more than ever. Our freedoms are being robbed from us right in front of our face. Not only here, but around the world. Constitutions don't count. Dictators do. 
And we have dictators running and ruining our lives based on no scientific fact at all. They keep mentioning the statements that they're doing is based on scientific evidence. There's no scientific evidence. They're making it up. So again, do what you can to support us because the more subscribers we have, the more that we can do, just like Progressive Radio Network. The louder our voice, the more powerful we become. And I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. Peace is my passion. Liberty, love, joy, and beauty, and it's been robbed from us. How sad it is not to be able to go out and have a good time, listen to great music, and boogie before the lights go out because tomorrow is iffy. No good times allowed. I'm your senator, I'm your congressman, I'm your mayor, I'm your president, chancellor, prime minister. I'll tell you what to do and how to live your life. So thanks for tuning in. See you next week and all the best. Ciao, ciao. Sempre fa calare